It's Friday night. We need to talk XFL. I'm sick as fuck. Let's get going. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. And as you can tell by my voice, probably, that, uh, yeah, I have been dealing with bronchitis. No, it's not the coronavirus, because, God damn it, I don't believe in this fake made-up bullshit. So, let's get going here. Let's get inside. And uh, I know we did not have a... Uh, week four review podcast. I do apologize for that. Like I said, I, I've been sick as a dog, uh, putting in a shit ton of hours at work. I fell out of my fucking trailer and hurt my leg. So I've been just dealing with a whole bunch of bullshit. And uh, frankly, I just was uh, kind of like, you know what? I just want to write an article, do a fucking podcast for uh, for week five. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with all the rest of it. So... Here we are. I will have this sent out tonight. I wanted to get the, make sure I got the podcast finished up first. Um, <clears throat> we'll kind of go game by game here, uh, and uh, I'll pick out the players and stuff for the game. Uh, first, what we have is for Saturday is Seattle at Houston. Houston favored by 12.5. 46 is the over-under. Uh, yes, I would be picking Houston here, but I don't know if they're going to win by twelve and a half. Reason being is because they are giving a ton of they are giving up a ton of uh, offense to the opposing team, which has been keeping them in games. Haven't really been blowing anybody out. Although I do kind of like their defense. They are the top defenses for, in terms of price uh, that you can pay for against the Seattle D, uh, the Seattle offense, but I'm going <clears> to <throat> caution you that I do have BJ Daniels from Seattle written in, written in the article. I do like him. He can run, uh, provided a little bit of spark, uh, to this offense, but you know, we know how the Seattle, what has happened with the Seattle offense as a whole, you know, they tend to have a good half and then all of a sudden it just completely shuts down. So I do have B.J. Daniels in there. He is uh, the basically the punt quarterback for this week. 
Um, he's third overall on the FanDuel Saturday only slate. He is 11th overall at 7,200 on the DK full four gamer. Uh, PJ Walker, of course, is in the write up. He's top on both the Saturday only and the and the DK four game. So both quarterbacks are viable. If you're looking at possibly using BJ Daniels or using some piece of the Seattle Dragons offense against the Houston uh, Roughnecks, there's two guys that I'm looking at. The first one, my top guy would be Austin Prohl. Houston has had problems with uh, slot wide receivers. Prohl has been pretty consistent all year as far as target share, as long as he gets can get his hands on the ball. That's what we're looking at. He is rather high high priced. Um, maybe if I would have just scrolled down here to him. Second highest priced wide receiver on the Saturday only slate. He is the ninth highest priced receiver on the DK slate at 8K. Um, he is my top option, like I said, for Seattle. The second option would be Keaton Reynolds. He's a little bit cheaper here. Um, you're looking at the Saturday only slate. You're looking at going from Prol, who's the second highest, to Keenan Reynolds, who is the sixth highest priced wide receiver on the FanDuel site on this FanDuel Saturday only. <coughs> and then you go from the ninth highest priced wide receiver to the sixteenth highest priced wide receiver, saving fifteen hundred dollars at sixty five hundred dollars. From the Houston side. You know, it all kinds of starts as far as wide receivers. Starts with Cam Phillips at the top. He's going to be the highest priced on both slates. So, you know, it's kind of a perceived with caution. He had a bad week last week. Does that mean that uh, teams are figuring it out? Or are they going to shut him down? Well, here's the problem. Sammy Coates is out. Did not practice all week. Hamstring injury. He's officially out. And then you have Khalil Lewis who's always been our second guy as compared to Cam Phillips, well, he's been limited all week with a groin. So he's questionable. That's a lot of targets that are going to need to be spread around if Lewis does sit. Now, if he's limited in the game, that still benefits Phillips. It also benefits uh, Nick Holly, who... I don't know what the fuck everybody, how the fuck everybody was on Nick Holly last week. Um, nothing in here really showed anything with that. It, it, <coughs> it was weird. It was like they were trying to get off of Cam Phil. Everybody tried to get off of Cam Phillips, which I think was stupid in its own right. Um, and pay down, so they all went to either say Nick Holly and Khalil Lewis, which I said Lewis was really the pivot. Everybody ended up on Nick Holly, and then he got eight receptions on ten targets. He took a twenty five percent target share out of that game. Khalil Lewis was number one at thirty two percent. He had thirteen targets, six receptions. So there's a lot of targets to be made up. Um, that's going to the main beneficiaries would be Cam Phillips and uh, Nick Holly. The guy that would give you a punt option would be Sam Mobley, who would actually be the direct replacement for Sammy Coates. I think a lot of people are going to go to Blake Jackson thinking that Jackson's going to go in there when Blake Jackson is really Cam Phillips' backup. 
So I think a lot of people are going to go to Blake Jackson instead of Sam Mobley, and Sam Mobley is going to be the guy that's going to take up most of that slack. He's the 13th highest-priced wide receiver on the, on the Saturday-only slate. Get great value at $12, um, which, you you know, we've done FanDuel enough to where you need the savings definitely in there. <clears throat> on DK, he's only $3,800. He's the 34th highest-priced wide receiver. Now wide receiver slash tight ends are mixed in there. So definitely take a look at Mobley if you need some savings in there, if you want to pay up for some of the higher-priced options. Late Saturday game um, is going to be New York at Dallas. Dallas is favored by 7.5, 37.5 over under. Uh, sneaky defense, New York Guardians. Yes, yes, I said it. The New York Guardians at $3,200. They're the seventh highest priced defense. Um, I, they have a chance in this game. We know that Philip Nelson is going to be the quarterback for Dallas. Uh, with Landry Jones being out with the knee injury. So um, it's kind of a risk, but I think it's a calculated risk. And I think it's one that I'm going to employ probably on most of my lineups, to be completely honest. Now, if you're looking at from the New York Guardians side, I don't really care much for a lot of their offense. The only guy that I really have any interest in... Now, I did have some interest in Luis Perez, so... If you want to take a, a shot on Luis Perez at $15 on FanDuel for the sixth highest priced uh, quarterback, which is fantastic on a, uh, a four, uh, two-game slate, or if you want to use him on DK, 7900 for eighth. So he's the lowest price of all the starters. I, I, I'm not going to blame you for it. But I mean, if you're using them on DK, you're you're still paying you're paying seven hundred dollars more than you would for BJ Daniels. That's kind of why I went with BJ Daniels. BJ Daniels runs. That's that's why I'm trusting more in BJ Daniels. Um, as far as the Guardians are concerned, I'm looking at Colby Pearson. I had looked at Mikael McKay uh, as possibly you know hookups for Luis Perez if I was going to use him. I dropped off McKay because he hasn't really been doing anything. Yeah, he gets a cheap touchdown, but, I mean, we're only talking about, like, a two-yard touchdown. He's a taller wide receiver. He can get there uh, if they're at the goal line. But I think they're going to have problems with the running game. Um, So, in my opinion, I think it's going to put a little bit more on Luis Perez. I think he's going to spread the ball around considerably, but Colby Pearson has been really kind of like the um, the real stable guy in here. I mean, you look at his target share weekly is four, four, five, and six. So he's taking about a seventeen percent target share which leads all wide receivers, leads all wideouts, leads all tight ends. So he is the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy that we'll look to trust this week if you want to go with New York Guardians. Now, he's he's pretty decently priced, uh, $14 on the FanDuel, two-gamer, uh, 6000 for 18th on the DK for, for full. So 
I like him. I do think Dallas might be able to win this game. Well, I mean, they should win the game. But <clears throat> I think I think New York's going to keep it close. It's going to be low scoring. I don't think there's going to be much for offense. Um, <clears throat> reason I'd use Guardians defense over, say, the Dallas defense. Um, which, I mean, you can use in there too, but... I didn't want to get too much in there, but you're getting you're getting like eleven hundred dollars in savings. So if you can afford it, I don't care if you want to go with the Dallas Renegades. I mean, we do have <clears throat> a couple of options in here um, for the Dallas side, which does start at the running game with Cameron's artist Payne. Um, they're going to ride him into the ground, so. He's going to be the highest price uh, running back on both sites. But I think he's going to be the good play. He's going to be the guy that they're going to run. I think you're going to see 20 carries out of him. Usually I am on Lance Dunbar, but I don't think you're going to see a lot of pass receptions in this game from the running backs. I think it's all going to be kind of on the ground. So if there's a guy that I want to take a shot on, I would say, uh, I would say yeah, look at CAP. Uh, as far as wide receivers are concerned, we're looking at Flynn Nagel, uh, consistent across the board, 6-3, six, 6-6 six, six for targets. He's taken a 13% target share um, this week or for the season. $16. Make sure I got this correct. $16 on FanDuel for the two-gamer, fourth highest-priced wide receiver, $7,400 for the 12th highest-priced wide receiver on DK. Uh, tight ends, we got. It's going to be Donald Parham. Are you going to Are you going to fade him or not? He's been consistent. He's even gotten a lot of targets with uh, Philip Nelson on the on the field. <coughs> In week one, he had four receptions for six yards with Nelson. The other weeks, it was eleven. 7 and 10 in targets. He's a 21% target share on the season. He leads everybody for Dallas. So, um definitely consider Parham again this week, but I mean if you're afraid of Philip Nelson, hey, I would not blame you. Moving on to Sunday, uh the last quarterback, the third quarterback is Jordan Tiamu. Um He's actually probably my favorite quarterback on the slate, and you will notice that the DC defenders are first in on FanDuel and first on DK, or second on DK, I'm sorry, in points allowed to the quarterback. Um, that would pretty much be because uh, they haven't really faced a great quarterback. Um, get up to my DC section here. <coughs> Their first four games, they've played Seattle, New York, Los Angeles, which is the one where they got blown up uh, by Josh Johnson, and then last week at Tampa Bay, they got blown up by the running backs. So now you got Tiamu coming in here. Perfect mix of arm and legs. Love him. Love him to death. Do I think he's going to throw, like, a complete ton? Like, you're going to get a lot of touchdowns. You know, like, is it going to get spread around to a lot of the wide receivers? Nope. Um, There's only two targets that I like. Uh, First one being DeMornay Pearson L, um, who is Tiamu's favorite guy. 
coming out of the slot. 21% target share for the season. He leads the next guy by 3%, and that's LaDamian Washington. Um, but Pearson L is his guy. Pearson L is Tiamu's guy. The other guy that I'm willing to look at, and I should get actually for Pearson L, uh, <coughs> for the Sunday only is $18 on FanDuel for the third highest priced wide receiver, $9,200 on DK for the fifth highest priced wide receiver. So he's expensive. Um, if you want to run Tiamu naked, perfect. I'm fine with it. I think he's going to use his legs a lot. I think he's going to get a rushing touchdown, if not two. Um, but I am considering Pearson L. The other guy that I'm considering is Marcus Lucas at tight end again for a punt option. He is $12 for the fifth highest priced tight end on FanDuel and $4,400 on DK for the 26th highest priced wide receiver slash tight end. I am taking a look at Matt Jones. He is question, uh, he is questionable, but he has practiced in full with the knee. Um, he is the most talented wide, uh, running back on that team, but he you know he keeps getting dinged up these last couple weeks. So, um, but DC is second worst against the running backs in terms of um, rushing yards and points allowed to the running backs. Uh, the only thing that they're pretty decent at is receiving yards to the running backs, which none of the running backs do anyways. Now, if you're not doing Matt Jones, but you still want to get a piece of the Battle Hawks as far as the running game, don't look at Christine Michael. Look at Keith Ford. Two games now that he's played. He's played in two of four games. <coughs> scored a touchdown in both. He has a perfect opportunity to get a third one because this is the best matchup that St. Louis has had in terms of the running defense. So go ahead and definitely consider Keith Ford if you want a punt option. He is going to be $14 on the two-game slate uh, for fifth overall at running back or $4,400 on DK for the 15th highest-priced running back. So hell of a savings over on DK. Uh, definitely something I'm going to consider there. Uh, we'll consider on FanDuel just to get a piece of the offense. Moving on to DC Defenders. We go to Tampa Bay and Los Angeles. Los Angeles favored by two and a half, 40 over under. Going back to St. Louis and D.C., St. Louis is a four and a half point favorite, 38 and a half is the over under. Um, yeah, so that is what it is. I have updated this uh, spreadsheet too because I fucked up here in the Viper section. <coughs> I completely fucked up the. Um, LA defense portion of it at tight end. Um, I didn't know I wanted to use Nick Truesdale here, um, so we'll just get that out of the way. He is back. Uh, he's probable. Uh, he's been practicing full with the knee, so that's going to put Goolsby kind of back on the back burner and put Truesdale up, up, up out in front. He is $13 on the FanDuel 2 Gamer. So he's the highest priced tight end there. Um, $4,700 on DK. So he's the 24th highest priced wide receiver slash tight end now. Hell of a savings considering what we were paying at the beginning of the year. Very, very talented wide uh, tight end. He's second to Parham. So if you want to come off of Parham 
or if you want to use a two tight end, ooh, all right. Um, definitely consider Truesdale in this spot. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit higher on the Vipers running game, which is which will include uh, both Devion Smith and Jacques. It's Jacques. I learned how to say it, and now it pisses me off when I hear it on the radio and nobody else can fucking say it. It's Jacques Patrick. Okay, Smith is going to be your highest price uh, running back on the Sunday slate. $16, so he's first. Uh, Patrick is going to be $15, he's going to be tied for third. <coughs> um, and then you get over to the DK. Uh, Smith is seventy nine hundred bucks for his second highest price, and then seven thousand dollars for Patrick at the fifth highest price. You can use either one. I prefer Smith. Patrick's going to be a little bit chalky because he's a little bit um, more cost efficient. But I kind of like the idea of using both, and I'm going to try and see if I can fit him in the lineup because this is the best matchup on paper. La with for La. I mean, they're worst against the rush overall, worst against running backs in the rush, uh, fifth against running backs with, in the receiving game, and then for FanDuel and DK points, they are worst uh, in the league. So definitely ones to consider. The wide receiver I would consider would be Dan Williams. <clears throat> Been consistent all the way through. I've said it. He's the guy. Um if you like Jalen Tolliver, you like Jalen Tolliver. Uh, but uh, this isn't really the matchup that we're going to want to target with wide receivers. So Dan Williams would be the only one that I would look at. Uh, but I'm not as high on him. So he's $17 on the FanDuel 2 Gamer for fourth overall. $8,500 on DK for seventh overall. So it's a hell of a price to have to pay for him. Um, <clears throat> but I'm not really considering him too much. Uh, as far as L.A. goes, there's two guys that I'm looking at. Um, Martez Carter, who has been limited with the hip. He's going to be end up being a game-time decision. We have seen that he's the most explosive guy in the, for that backfield. So if I could get my hands on him and know that he was playing, absolutely I'd fucking start him. So on FanDuel, he's, 15, he's $15 third overall. $4,600 on DK for 14th overall. So he's a hell of a savings over on DK for the four-gamer. It's just whether or not I can trust to put him in or not. <sighs> now, I mean, you could you could totally leave yourself open on here, but you're going to have to leave a lot of salary if you want to pivot off of there, like come back over to, you know, like Patrick, if you went with Smith. And then you left Patrick in as kind of your pivot. You know, you'd want to have 7K. Um, you'd want to have 7K in there. So you could put Patrick in there. And then if Carter is playing, then you could put um, Carter in instead if you wanted to do a, a pivot. So there's that. And then, uh, of course, you know, Trey McBride, who is Josh Johnson's guy. Uh, 24% target share in week three, 30% target share in week four. Um, get better and better. He's highest priced on the FanDuel 2 gamer, $9,700 for third on DK. So that's really it. That's the, that's the run through. 
it's it's pretty cut and dry. If you have any questions, you're more than welcome to hit me up on Twitter. You're also more than welcome to go ahead and you know hit me up in the um, full time fantasy or full time DFS Slack chat. So uh, get those questions in. Let's fucking play. I I know we've only got a couple of guys that are really into it, but uh, I'm into it. I'm loving it. Uh, it's been a pain in my ass as far as getting everything together, especially, you know, on a week where I've been sick as a dog. But, you know, in the end, if as long as people are, are wanting to do it, I'm going to do it. So let's go get it. Let's go win some fucking money. I think we're going to get it this week. I'm pretty sure of it. So let's go ahead and let's just do it. Fuck it. I'm tired. D-Roy out.